In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 137th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today we're going to call this one a review of the loss to the New York Jets. The Falcons went down 22-10 to at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium last night. We're going to hear from Matt Ryan. Discuss the uh, topics on offense, defense, and special teams as we wrap up this loss, the third of the exhibition season, and the Falcons 11th in a row. Uh, you know, they're just trying to play situational football, trying not to overreact to the losses or the fact that, um, you know, they haven't been able to put the whole game together with the starters and the reserves. Let's go right to quarterback Matt Ryan, who completed 10 of 14 passes, had three drops, and was on the move as the offensive line had to handle some bizarre blitzes in an exhibition game by Mr. Bounty Gate himself, Greg Williams, who is the Jets' new defensive coordinator. He likes going, getting after the Falcons. He, uh, he got after them last year as the head, interim head coach of the Browns, and uh, Matt Ryan's had a history with him from his days in New Orleans. Orleans. But let's hear from Matt Ryan post game, and then we'll break down this uh, offensive line situation, the uh, defense, and then look at the special teams as we head into the dress rehearsal exhibition game next Thursday night against the Washington Football Club. I haven't played against them in New Orleans, Cleveland, all over the place. That's kind of how they've been since we passed. So, how good of a look is that for your offensive line to, to see that you know before the regular season kicks off? Well, it's huge. I mean, I, I think you, know, you talk about guys like Chris Lindstrom, his first time playing in the NFL. You get all these different looks. And this experience under your belt, you're going to be better for it uh, as as we move forward. And I also thought, you know, it was a really good opportunity for West Whiteside to come in and and get some work at center behind Alex. I thought he did a nice job coming in. So, you know, this time of the year is about improving and finding ways to get better uh, and and making sure that we're dialed in when we start week one. Matt, on that fumble snap down the red zone, was that a, a poor exchange? That was just my fault. You know, it's, it's one of those things. We were working a lot of silent cadence tonight, and uh, I just, I, it was my fault. Do you take away from that drive where you mentioned you didn't get points? Excuse me, do you most take away the drive or the, the you know, the way it ended with a couple drop passes in the end zone? I mean, those kind of physical mistakes happen. That's, that's part of getting it ironed out this time of the year, too, is, is uh, you know, cleaning some of those things up. We've got one of the most reliable guys in Justin Hardy. He's got some of the best hands on our team. So those kind of things happen from time to time. But um, with Hardy, I'm glad he got his one out of the way this time of the year because I'm sure there won't be another one the rest of, the rest of the year. So that's a good thing. Matt, what clipped on the play to uh, Yeah, Chris for sure. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I'll, I'll get to you in a yeah, I mean, those kind of things happen, and this this time of the year is about uh, working on on your process, making sure that we're getting some of those 
you know, some of those misses out of the way, uh, whether it's me, whether it's our line, whether it's, you know, our defense, whoever it is. Um, it's about improving, and so I think we all will. We've got a you know, great opportunity to work, you know, this coming week on, on what, uh, you know, an actual in-season preparation type week is going to feel like, so I anticipate us to have better execution next week. Uh, yeah, what clicked on that play to Ridley for you guys, the 28, 27-yarder? Uh, it was That was a pressure look that we got on the third down, and, you know, Calvin had one-on-one on the outside, and, you know, when he's got one-on-one opportunities, he's such a great route runner. Uh, he created really good separation at the top of, of his route, and I just tried to put it in a place where he can make a play, and he did a nice job of it, and then had really good run after the catch, so uh, good design, worked out well. Um, not knowing what they were going to play or kind of game planning for him, we had a good play up in that situation. There was Matt Ryan wrapping up things from the uh, offensive side of the ball against the New York Jets. Now, here we got some notes down. The offensive line gave up three sacks. Matt was on the run. It's a little bit disconcerting to the common fan. But, uh, you know, they were facing, uh, you know, Greg Williams and his blitz defenses in the exhibition game and uh, came out with the – Double corner blitz to start things off. We all saw a safety blitz out there. Uh, saw twist and stunts. And, uh, yeah, that, that gave the, the guy some problem. That was good for them to see this stuff now. So that's why I'm not overreacting to the, uh, offensive line's performance. I saw Schweitzer miss a pass off. Saw Lindstrom, uh, also miss a stunt there. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's good for those guys. Uh, you, you know, they have to find out if Schweitzer could be the backup center if something happens to Matt and uh, that's why he's getting some action he's not going to be a backup guard given uh, you know the money's been spent at that position you know you got uh, Jamin Brown and Carpenter and Lindstrom so those are your top three guards so I mean you're not going to carry four into a game uh, you know and then you know a tackle we got a problem there, it looks like, with um, Tyson Brillo. He didn't hold up. It's early, though. No, don't want to overreact there, too. But, uh, you know, uh, he didn't have a good game. So now you ask, well, hey, well, how's that hip flexor going for James Carpenter? Would he be an upgrade over Jamin Brown? And then, hey, uh, this heart ablation procedure by McGarry, you know, our doctor said six to eight weeks. The Falcons are certainly hopeful that it'll be sooner. But uh, we're going to stay with our doctors here since they just uh, they don't make theirs available. So six to eight when we counted it. Um, originally, I just went eight weeks to the beginning of the season to the halfway mark, which was incorrect. But we had to count it from the actual injury day, the actual procedure day. And that still takes you uh, to the first game. Uh, uh, at the earliest third game at the, uh, you know, at the six to eight period. Then if he's out, you know, he's how much, uh, how can you get him ready that quick? Can he, um, you know, do you need a couple more weeks to get him back into, you know, shape or do you have to spot play him early on? Uh, you know, there's some issues, but they knew about this when they drafted him. Uh, you know, the team said he had two of these procedures before, uh, the Seattle Times said he had three. So this is either three or four for however we want to count it we asked for clarification uh on that matter we're still seeking that but yeah the offense and then uh coming out of the question of, of the game two at right tackle was uh hey um can Matt Gano 
beat out Cimbrello. He started at left tackle last week in Miami. Uh, you know, played left and right against the Jets. Looks fine in the run game. Uh, you know, he's a mauler. Technique still uh, coming through for him. Uh, would be concerned in uh, pass protection at this point, but he may be the better option. I certainly got to look at it, and I'm sure the. Uh, Offensive line coach Chris Morgan will leave no stone unturned uh, at that right tackle spot for the Falcons. Defensively, we've seen Tack and Vic get some uh, pressure here in the backfield, get upfield here in the last couple games. Uh, coach said the uh, the run fits weren't there in that first drive where the Jets just marched down the field on them. Uh, you know, that's nothing major. They don't get to practice tackling. The timer's going to be off early, so don't get alarmed about the defense's uh, poor performance in that opening drive. The run fits can be taken care of. The pressure's not a problem. Uh, Oliver was in good coverage there, and you got your safeties back. So I think the defense, you know, just the more live action they're going to get, the better. This just the CBA rules and non-tackling are, you know, just uh, problematic for them getting timed up in the games. Now, Jermaine Grace is making a strong roster bid again, led the team with six tackles. You know, uh, I was talking with Matt Winklejohn. You all know him. He covered the team for 16 years, uh, you know, before uh, myself and Steve Weiss took over. And uh, he's helping out again this year for us. And he pointed out the the Grace uh, six tackles and Grace's play last week. He did a story on him on AJC.com. Then we contrasted it with linebacker Duke Riley. We were trying to see if we saw him do anything last night, and uh, we didn't. You know, he's a linebacker that doesn't show up at the ball, whereas Grace is one that does. Uh, they also had him on special teams, so we don't know. Uh, you know, Grace is really pushing it to make the team here, and uh, I don't know if the Falcons are going to cut bait with a high draft pick, another one that's not coming through uh, for us as Deidre's or not, or, you know, we're not seeing them come through on our evaluation. So uh, the Falcons have been, you know, protective of their draft picks in the past. We'll see if they keep these guys around, even though they're, uh, you know, not uh, flashing for us. So maybe they're doing something that impressed them and we don't know about it. Tyler Davidson looks like a good pick. Saw him in the backfield, a uh, good pick up there. Saw him flash through. He's jumping on somebody's back, making a good uh, good play there, being disruptive. So that's always good. And then, you know, getting the safeties back, Keanu and Ricardo uh, on the back end, uh, you know, as they return from injury, that's a big thing for the Falcons. The, uh, the only question mark here over the last couple of weeks is, hey, Deion Jones, is he back? When does he get back? Uh, why has he been out so long? Did he have another procedure after the season that they're not telling us about? Or is the broken foot just still healing? Uh, it was good enough for him to play in five of the last six games, uh, uh, five starts, uh, and then, but not good enough for him to do anything over the, over the offseason. So, uh, you know, we, we have some questions about how he's being handled and if there was another surgery or they just needed more time for it to heal. Uh, we, um, we need to get a better job of, um, uh, reporting on that for the, the populace when the team's trying to, you know, maybe not, under-report the injury. So, Dion, coach said he was close two weeks ago, and we'll see if he gets to play against the Redskins. I doubt he's going to go from 
working on the side to the Redskins. Probably got to be pointing towards the uh, regular season with Dion, much like Julio. Now, I know it was disconcerting. Uh, we're going to move on to special teams here before we wrap up this review. Uh, kicker, Giorgio Tavecchio missed two more field goals against the Jets. Uh, 52-yarder that was tipped. They look like they got a push up the up the middle there. Uh, bad ball looks so so. Two things there. It was low, or uh, and the offense got pushed around, or the blockers got pushed around. So you know they could fix the offense getting pushed around, and then uh, uh, now people are going to know where to go get his ball at if they can uh, beat the lineman. So you know he's going to have to get that kick up, and then uh, the second one he had plenty of leg and uh, just didn't stay in the hatch, is what he said. It went high. It had about ten more yards on it. It was high left. Wide left, so you know leg isn't an issue, uh, but you know the um, the the mind is right now is is the issue with Tavecchio. Once they start pushing him and getting him blocked, you know he's got to get back on track and get in a rhythm uh, to you know shake off the wolves there. Now, uh, Coach Dan Quinn said they trust Tavecchio. They's got he's got a lot of work in camp, and and uh, you know that they are fine. They know he's had a great camp, and they trust him. That's about all you can say about a kicker. If you miss a couple more here, that trust is going to start to erode, and they're going to have to do something at kicker. The other big special teams thing, the uh, coverage units, kickoff coverage units, gave up 30 yards on two returns. That's way too much. Uh, kickoff uh, punt coverage was okay. Nothing big there. Returner, uh, they're trying to get Marcus Green the job or at least get him some uh, opportunities. He had an audition against the Dolphins that, uh, you know, uh, wasn't that great. Six yards on the uh Punts and 19.5 on the kickoffs. Uh, it's clearly going real fast for him. Maybe he'll get under control here and maybe win that job. Uh, Kenyon Barner is out with a uh, ankle injury, so you know if we had to, if they had to go today, open up against the Vikings today, uh, they'd have to make a decision: do they put Hardy back there? Do they go with Marcus Green? Because Barner's out with the ankle, so we'll see if Barner can make his way back. He's a steady veteran with no touchdowns in four four years. I I run those numbers out there for you all before. Uh, he would be a slight upgrade from Hardy and Hall. But they want a home run hitter. They want to be bold on returns. And uh, they think this kid, Marcus Green, might be able to do it. Uh, no crime in putting him on the roster and bringing him along, though. But uh, you got to see something here in the exhibition season. Uh, from Marcus Green, the draft pick out of Louisiana Monroe. So with that, we have a pretty good wrap-up here of the loss to the Jets, 22-10. to Matt Sims threw a pick six. Uh, Danny Eatland was picked up late in the game. We'll see if he gets some action here. Uh, pretty, pretty, um, pretty sure uh, Chris, uh, you know, Matt Sims is uh, – He's done a good job filling in for the Falcons and uh, helped them get through uh, some of the practices and uh, he's got some action there in a uh, couple games. So uh, good good for him. Threw a pick six late in the game, but, uh, you know, want to see this other quarterback the Falcons picked up. So with that, we're going to wrap it up here from 100 for the 
137th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, a review of the loss to the Jets. You all take care and have a great weekend. Get ready on Thursday night for that dress rehearsal game against the Washington Football Club. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution is taking Georgia political coverage to the next level. Now, Georgia's smartest political team is adding Hall of Fame political broadcaster Bill Nygut. I am beyond thrilled to be joining the remarkable political team at the AJC. And with the year that we have unfolding in politics, it's going to be an exciting ride. Read Bill Nygut's expert insight on AJC.com and listen to the Politically Georgia podcast with me, Greg Bluestein, And me, Patricia Murphy. And me, Tia Mitchell. Hear new episodes every weekday. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.